Good morning and welcome to an episode of Everyday Rambles. If anything you must do is listen to this episode, this might be the most important episode ever that I've ever done. Um, I've been spreading the word where I can, but I think (laughs) after listening to this, you need to share this. Like, If anything, you need to share this episode the audio may be off i'm really sorry it might be a bit off um but i will try my hardest to clear it up best i can i may redo it but um this is what this episode is going to be about and based on the title you'll see it's about the (laughs) it's about the agenda and the um just this just the cues and the things that are happening i've heard this terminology spoken of before um and so i think that's something that we all have to consider this uh when we listen to this episode and i'll be back Yes, so if I do pause, it's usually because I'm being interrupted. So don't mind the pauses here and there. But um, I'm trying to not to bombard you with noise or anything that may be distracting on this episode. So I'm not sure what the title exactly will be, but this episode is, is mainly about where the Western world, quote unquote, wants to take the future. Um, I've been meaning to watch the world, what is it called? World Forum, I think it was. It happened just a few weeks ago. It was where all the leaders came together and, and business people as well. They were all settled in Switzerland to discuss world issues and direction in which the world is going. Um, I've been meaning to look at that uh i haven't gotten around to it it's on youtube if you'd like to go check it out you can do that as well but seeing how things are going and it's been going this direction for a very long time primarily after 2001 9-11 um and it's not so much i don't think it was planned i think things just happen and people in power just took a saw an opportunity to just implement certain decisions that they've been probably thinking about and said let me just test let's test it out and see where it goes and so the main point that's happening or the main thing that is happening is um you what we're all witnessing is the return of most countries in the quote-unquote west to uh third world values and lifestyle um they're not seeing that but they're ultimately doing that um it's 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 definitely going to be a different dynamic than any regular third world country only because these countries are considered first world so the things that they will return to is is the extended family 
and families living under one roof. So this is something that if you live in a country like India, you live in um, uh, the Caribbean, it's not something unusual and it's just something expected. You may have some children that will move out from the house and then you have those that would remain and stay and they would get married. They're, you know, if it's a man, he would bring his wife home. If it's a woman, her husband may move in. You would have children and you will either live in the same house or you will build a house nearby or in the, on the same property. So that is the first thing that I'm seeing returning back to a third world mindset or thinking of things. This is being seen especially with the prices of houses and with the cost of living being so much more money. It is kind of like inevitable that we all kind of have to share. Share with people that you that know you and you trust and you want to live with or have no choice but to live with. So the idea of a single person buying a house, a three, four bedroom house, it's not going to go away if you have the money. But if, you, if you're just a regular person living a middle class life, you may not be able to afford one single three bedroom house by yourself. You're going to have to join with others. You may have to get married or partner up. So that's kind of the idea behind it. Um, another thing is the inflation. You know, the inflation could get better and it, we can all go back to the normal rate of things. But one thing for sure that would not change is the housing, right? It wouldn't change at least now. I don't know how long it will continue on for, but it will, it will definitely impact so many people's lives for the long run. Um, it's breezing right now, so... It feels nice for me, but it may not sound good in the audio. Okay, so another thing that would happen as well, uh, well, that will happen, that is happening currently, is this switch to a more sustainable living. Um, you have to be honest and to at least accept the fact that in the Western world, there's, it's not a very sustainable lifestyle. If it's when I mean sustainable, it can be kept going on and on for a long period of time without the environment kind of like going, Hey, you know, uh, you're what you know, all these plastics in the environment is not good for us, it's not good for the, the other animals in this in the in the environment. More breeze, <laughs> um, but. What you will find is, uh, what you will find is the the reduction of all of this, and that's where it that's where we the inflation comes into play with, especially with food. I just mentioned kind of like a part of it, but this is another part of it as well. You know, we all we all tend to but be very where food is very affordable. You tend to be very. I won't say frivolous with food, but you tend to be more laxed with it. You buy as much as you can afford, as much as you want. Not so much as you need. So that's another thing that will definitely be reduced. Um, and, and it's not just, I think for many of these countries, 
they're looking a lot of countries especially that are considered second world or third world they're looking to us um as a goal as yes we want to be that and i think many of these western nations they're like no we really can't be continuing the way our lifestyle the way it is we're gonna have to reduce it so that these other countries wouldn't have any justification for doing more environmental um harm so kind of like a set your set an example type of thing um i know people very influential people like bill gates they've been talking about population control and this is where this video um if i can i will include it here let's see where the mark is i will play um where uh, a young lady from india i believe or indian background not sure if she was born here or in india she talks about how um the population has nothing to do with uh or the size of the population has nothing to do with the amount of waste uh happening in the environment because if you really look at all these countries and, and continents that has large amounts of people their waste and consumption is not as much as the united states and other western countries and she made a very great point and that's where and she said oh we we he also said that we have to reduce our consumption which i was like which world is she living in because that is what the agenda is She's saying we have to reduce our consumption, but that is what is ultimately happening. It's been happening for years. It, it's been happening slowly in big metropolitan cities like New York City, where people have been, adults have been rooming with other adults so that they can afford to live and work where they want to. So that's been happening in these areas for years, years, years. But now it has spread to other places that it's not necessarily a metropolitan area it's now spread everywhere else and so just for her to say or turn her mouth to say that we're consuming too much we're actually consuming less because housing is reduced the amount of housing is not enough i don't want to say it's because of people i think it's more so because it's it's a driver to push people to live with different generations under one roof which is an uh, as i said before is a third world concept of making it work you know um okay so these are some things that i think can help with it um or just help people to adjust because i i i think people can adjust um in in several ways but that i think there are uh some people that is going to be a bit hard and so i'll give two ideas in which to to do that okay so before i continue please share this video please share this video i've been sharing this with real estate agents people looking to buy property and they're having a hard time please please share this information okay so the realm in which i'm from is construction uh that's why i'm changing out from that industry but definitely i love tiny house living i love the idea of living a simple life and living in 
living in smaller places, not because, sorry, not places, but spaces, not because of just affordability, but mainly because as a single person, I really do not buy into the idea of a single person buying a four bedroom house. That's just me because I know myself, I don't want to spend five days trying to clean a four bedroom house. Um, I do not want to spend, you know, have too many things because you tend to spend more and then you don't have your rainy, rainy days fund. You know, just having too many things that is just unnecessary. Um, you know, if there's a situation where I, have, get, I get remarried or get married and um, my spouse can't do the tiny house living, he definitely has to know, have the money to, to be able to pay for someone to clean the house because I'm not going to be cleaning a house. As I said before, I'm never, <laughs> I am not the one to subscribe. That's one thing. It's not that I'm, I'm, I'm a disgusting person. I just want to utilize my time as much as possible. I don't sign that. I don't believe in spending, as I said before, for the umpteen time, spending hours and hours cleaning a house. I just don't sign to that. And I don't like a disgusting house either. So I think for me, knowing myself, I would say, listen, if you want a five bedroom house or a four bedroom house, please have someone come and clean this house at least once a week. And I can tidy up here and there because I'm not going to be doing that. I'm also not going to be cooking, you know, meals every single day. I know the type of woman I'm becoming and the woman that I am, and I just know my limits. If you want a big yard, go right ahead because you'll be tackling the yard. <laughs> so these are the things that I, my, my thinking, and I, that's why I love tiny house living. I just don't, it's, I'm a single person. I don't think I need all these things. I'm totally fine with living with someone and having a family in a tiny house. That to me, it would be amazing and have one big out, outside living space. It's definitely something that I can subscribe to. Uh, it's easy to clean. It's a lifestyle that I like. So, on to the next. Not everyone can subscribe to this type of living. I think in order to do this tiny house living situation, I believe people should be given the uh, access, very reasonably access, reasonably priced access to land they can build on. And many of these municipalities have to change the laws so that it will allow for people to build smaller homes on land. And um, that requires people who want it to go to meetings and to ask for these changes to be made. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is, um, this is not something that everyone will be in, will be into. Uh, you know, some people want their want their house, they want their three bedroom house, and that's that. Right now, it's impossible to get an average house because a lot of these investors, like Blackstone, very very popular. BlackRock, very popular. Everyone knows these. Their secret is out. <laughs> there are smaller ones, companies around buying up a lot of average size, regular homes for that the typical middle class person would buy that are affordable. So these people are doing that. 
Um, my idea is this. Renting is super expensive because the people who would typically buy these properties can't afford to buy it and they remain renting. And so the renting market is definitely high. And many of these people, like Blackstone and all the others, their goal is to have everyone rent. <laughs> That's what they want. They say people don't want to buy, but there are people that want to buy. You know, and they are denying people that right, because that's something that's a dream. Uh, that's the quote-unquote American dream. So, I believe the only thing. Now, listen closely. The only way to get more of these houses on the market in a very, very, very quick fashion, and I believe this will have to happen locally, is if. It's if we all go to our community boards, go to all our meetings and demand, not request, demand a cap on rental prices so that landlords can only increase their rents by at least 2%, 3% a year, no more. Because even... The luxury apartment dwellers are being affected by these price hikes. It's incredible. Like the people that are quote unquote bougie and don't want to be amongst the others, they are complaining because they too are like, wait, you're not improving anything in the building. You're just asking for a thousand dollars more. The audacity. I need something better. I need, you need to change these floors, change it to marble, change it to, you know, change the countertops to granite, whatever new granites are that are out there. I need something to see the justification for spending this extra money. And they're not seeing it. People just raising the rent because they want to. Uh, So they are being affected as well. So it's not just affecting the everyday person. Uh, and it's really funny because when it was affecting the everyday person, no one had anything to say. Now, all the news, you can find umpteen videos of the people that were keeping hush now complaining. So this is where, what you know, especially in places like Florida, you definitely, definitely, definitely need to open your mouth and talk. So that is the second thing. So once that happens many of these investment companies that are grabbing up all these properties for quote-unquote investments to maximize their portfolio they will have no other choice but to reduce their portfolios at least some because or slow down on buying houses because they have to see how (laughs) see how they can maneuver around this because it's definitely going to put a stranglehold on the longevity of income. It's going to have to become more realistic again. Um, so get to grab your municipalities, go to those meetings, get your group together, tell them this, tell them about this video, tell them about how this is possible and get going. So those are the two things that I think can kind of shift things a little bit back to the normal but also a lot of laws will have to be relaxed a lot of implementation of laws will have to be relaxed 
it will definitely be annoying for some people <laughs> because you you will feel like your privacy has been bombarded on you know the normalcy of what you are used to is bombarded on you know um you know those days where people would say or they would be like oh i don't want anyone putting a tiny house in our beautiful neighborhood those days are has to be done they have to be done and over with you know people have these assumptions that oh this person that's coming here they have no money they're low value they're low brow but when you're all of your your income your income when all of your bills are raising and you're like well wait what's going on now all of a sudden this tiny house living sounds very attractive for yourself because you're like okay well we need to reduce our bills we need we need less of everything we don't need a, a, a three-bedroom house anymore and so it sounds very much more attractive and so that is it that's it for now i think this video pointed out the things that i had in my head it's probably the loudest most distracting video but my ideas to get to the core of what's going on please 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 share this video get it to thousands of listens because this has this message has to be shared it is very 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 you have no clue how important it is i have listeners from all over it still applies to europe because we're seeing all of these things in europe as well so please um do what you can and don't forget to become a follower i think i don't know if you can become a follower on my my uh channel or my podcast page uh but this is definitely it and soon you know for those who are like you know being a third world country is not a bad thing listen i don't think it is i think it is people have lived normal lives they've raised families in this situation because they've had help they've had you know they've been able to reduce their bills and another thing you have to remember in a lot of these countries in the caribbean and all over people don't have the uh, the large amount of expenses as is in the united states you know <laughs> house insurance that doesn't exist in the caribbean i don't think they have such a thing maybe if you're living in a more diplomatic americanized neighborhood in the caribbean you might have that but things like that don't exist you know and that's where i see you have there's going to be a need to relax a lot of rules and laws it may impact other people because you know a neighborhood that is insured and people feel secure people will tend to upkeep it better i'm not saying that neighborhoods will go be, become dilapidated dilapidated you know people still have pride in their homes and they try to do the, the best that they can uh, all the time but what's going to have to happen is laws will have to be re-relaxed, re you know, where oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. That will have to go out the window. People have to just do what they can when they can. And that's it with that, with the third world thing. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, I just want people to be prepared. I know people think, oh, things will go back to how it was. But how was things, things haven't been normal for a very long time 
I think normal people have gotten so used to the Clinton years. Those years, I've, from what I've heard, is not coming back. So, you know, people would probably say, well, okay, well, after 9-11, we've had a level of normalcy. Where is it normal for a country to be in a over 10-year war? Like, we've been, like, like a serious 10-year war. Where is that normal? You know, even though 9-11 happened, the United States and other countries have been dealing with lots of tragedies ever so often. It, it was just back-to-back. The anxiety level of so many of the population of the world have increased. You know, nothing has been normal for a long time. Quote-unquote normal. So, if you're referring to the before 2000 i don't know if that will come back so just stay tuned for more everyday rambles i hope you enjoy this episode see you soon bye